Hi, and welcome. This is Alexandria Neesmith, and we are today going to talk in episode three about the A in our sparkle, S-P-A-R-K-L-E. So today is A, and that is authenticity. I am looking forward to spending the next about 10 minutes talking to you guys about how to build an authentic relationship, not just with yourself, but with other people. mindset coach, one of the questions I get asked a lot is how to be authentic. What does that look like? What does that feel like? Because a lot of people have this this idea, this notion that being authentic is really about just being honest. And it's deeper than that. It's much more than just being honest. But Honesty is a huge component to being authentic, but being authentic is also about being able to find the space. It's about being able to find the place of telling people what needs to be said, not focusing on what they want to hear or focusing on what you think they want to hear. But it's about coming from a space of genuine caring, of genuine knowledge, of sharing with people what needs to be said. And there is a way to do it that doesn't hurt people. Listen, we all have moments in our lives where somebody needs to reel us in or be honest with us about the feedback that maybe that doesn't feel great or look great or sound great. It's the hard feedback, the uh, tough love, if you will, that we all do need. And so being authentic is the journey of being authentic is being able to decipher when do I need to set that boundary and tell that person what I feel, what I think, what I hear, all of the pieces that go into this specific instance that, that you're talking about. And so when you can message back to somebody a true, genuine feedback, feeling, insight, awareness in a way that they can hear, they may not agree, but in a way that they can hear and accept what you've given them is really where authenticity comes from. And that is really how you can be authentic with yourself. Now, It's a bigger and more complex piece and it can take people time to really be authentic because being honest is, is somewhat easier, right? But sometimes we're not honest with ourselves. Sometimes, sometimes we tell ourselves what we think the right answer is, or we tell ourselves what we think the world should think we think. We spent an awful lot of energy and resources in terms of emotional intelligence and mental capacity talking about those kind of things in this inner dialogue and this inner monologue that we have with ourselves. And so being authentic with another person can be as easy as, thank you so much for that opportunity. It doesn't fit into my agenda for today. And you don't have to be rude or abrupt or quick with a retort. Um, or sometimes being authentic with somebody is, you know, that's a really great question that you've asked. And I'm not sure that I have a, an answer for you. Um, if you'll allow me a few minutes to think about it, um, I will reach back out. 
um, there is a space to be able to set those boundaries and those limits. And of course, those are just two very quick examples of ways to redirect a conversation or a question or a thought that somebody has without getting any farther into it. Okay, so authenticity. When people ask me to pick a word to describe myself, I always pick authenticity. I absolutely love this word. And so what's funny is <clears throat> my now ex-husband, um, we were together for almost 24 years. And so we have a lot of history. There's quite a bit of provenance there. And one of the things that he always used to say to me whenever we would meet new people or host new groups or whatever it was we were doing, um, I kind of just put out there all of the things that we were, the struggles we were going through. Um, and it wasn't done in a way of seeking help or assistance or guidance. It was more done in a way of, hey, here's who we are and here are some of the struggles we've gone through and maybe that struggle will resonate with you so you know that when we um, give you support, uh, you know that we're coming from an authentic space, right, of having personally walked a mile in those shoes. But he always used to say to me, you don't need to tell people so much about our lives. Can we keep anything private? And I was always like, no, it's our life. This is us. Uh, we, we, we lived a life we loved. And so how come I can't share that? How come I can't scream that from the mountaintop? <laughs> and so as I grew into this different space, I realized there is a way and a how to message the things in your life, right? So I still love sharing stories of the things that I've gone through um, in the accomplishments, the hurdles, the setbacks, the failures, all of those things. I really do love sharing them um, and finding out how that connects and supports other people. So just thought that would be um, something fun worth sharing with you guys about that. But what I really want to jump into here as we talk about creating your um, authentic self is really being able to identify an emotion. Now, I know, I know, I know. Everyone's like, but emotions are so easy. That's so overdone. Everybody talks about emotions. Well, okay, I won't say that you're wrong, um, but I will say that we don't talk about emotions in a couple of different ways. One, we very seldom dig past a deeper emotion, not the base emotion, right? I'm gonna sound like Dr. Seuss here, mad, sad, glad. Um, we very seldom dig past the mad, sad, glad stage. Um, and we never really talk about when my emotional needs are being met, how do I feel versus when my emotional needs are not being met, how do I feel? And those are two very different realms to live in. And so the goal is you want to be your own barometer into my needs are being met. How do I ensure that my needs are being met? My emotional needs, right? Now, I'm not talking about your um, spiritual or physical or nutritional type needs. I'm really just talking about your emotional needs right now. And of course, all of those are very, very important. So I don't want to take away from any of those. So emotions that we may feel when our needs, our emotional needs are being met, well, we're going to feel confident. We're going to feel worthwhile and valuable. We probably feel satisfied. We feel stimulated. We may even feel brave and daring. We feel responsive. 
right? We feel, we can feel serene. We feel very, not just relaxed, but totally thankful and serene and relaxed and intuitive. Those are some of the deeper emotions that we feel when our needs are being met. So what's the flip side of that? When our needs are not being met, well, we tend to have a feeling of inferiority, slightly inadequate. We may feel stupid. We may feel insignificant and embarrassed. We're somewhat skeptical. We're a little bewildered. We're very frustrated. May even rise to things like jealousy, being irritated. We feel weak. And so those are the flip side of the emotions when our needs are not being met. So hopefully that provides a little bit of context and clarity for you around the difference between needs being met and emotional needs not being met. And so what I want to leave you guys with is this. If you are looking for a way to uncover and to identify if your needs are being met and how you are genuinely feeling, um, reach out, message me, let's set up a coaching call, let's talk about that because I would love to share with you how you can appropriately say how you feel. I call it my fab statement. I feel about because. Now this is not mine and I didn't create it, but I do use it and I do teach it because I love the explanation behind how a fab statement works. So the general idea, and I'm going to give you guys kind of the 30,000 foot view of this, is that you take on an emotion because you have allowed yourself the space to dedicate to receiving that emotion. People can't make you feel things. They can't make you mad. They can't make you feel resentful. You choose to feel those emotions as you are working through whatever the interaction was that brought you to that space. So the fab statement will actually very quickly help you identify how you feel because very frequently when we say I'm mad, we mean I feel disrespected or you feel disgusted or you feel offended. But once you can say what the real emotion is on how it genuinely made you feel, you can speak that into the universe and then you can be done with it. So I feel disrespected about our conversation because I didn't feel the language and the words you used to describe the interaction were fair. I at no point said that that person made me mad, but I explained how I felt because my need was not met. My emotional need was not met in that interaction. And I didn't tell the other person they were wrong. I simply stated how I felt about words that were used in a conversation. And so that in a nutshell, my friends, is how you can use a fab statement to help you get and stay and sustain a place of genuine authenticity. Because listen, being authentic, it's not always easy. And you have to be authentic with yourself first. So there are many days that I find myself going, Okay, how did that make me feel? How, what, what am I feeling right now? What am I feeling right now? If tears are running down my face, I am really feeling friggin' hurt 
I'm feeling disgusted. And now I'm feeling even more disgusted for myself for feeling disgusted or for feeling betrayed. Or I, I knew this was going to happen. So you, you work yourself through those emotions with the fab wheel, which has all of the emotions on it. So I can send that to you. It's an inexpensive digital download, but it helps you identify that because once you say, I felt disrespected, there is an inner calming, a peace, a sense of relief that weight can come off of your shoulders because you have processed out how you really felt. And then you can dig into the why. The why isn't always usually answered quite as easily, but once you leverage your fab statement, I feel about because it will really help you get to the meat and potatoes of why you moved into that emotional space. So I hope that that at a high level helps you guys understand a little bit more about the sparkle process and about being authentic and really being authentic to who you are. That is going to wrap up episode three of the Your Boss Brain podcast. Again, I am Alexandria Neesmith. I look forward to being able to hear from you, hear your thoughts, share with you my fab statement. Again, it's not mine. I didn't create it, but I love using it and teaching it. Um, so look forward to sharing that with you. You can visit me at alexandrianesmith.com. That is A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-E-A-N-E-S-M-I-T-H.com for more details. I hope you guys have a sparkle, fantastic day.